So, Fat Man. My video didn't skip. I look ugly with my new webcam. And my com I have a new computer thanks to thanks to this fat fuck to my to my left. And I see a papa. Oh my a, goodness. I see a papa. It's like nothing happened in the wrestling world in the past two weeks. Ah, nothing important happened. It doesn't doesn't matter. Well, that's <laughs> Marks are going to mark. That's all I know. Well, let's talk about everything that's happened since we were last on the air on the wrestling show. Welcome everyone. This is Sleazy. This is the Fat Man. And welcome everyone to another wonderful episode. Today we have yep, within froze. ten seconds. <laughs> he froze. Um, getting on the show. <laughs> oh wow! We wanted to try it at least once. It's got to be the most Canadian internet of all time. Ryan Williams is here with us. Excuse me. The proud Papa, Ryan Williams, is here with us today. Hey, oh, and I was about to say I would have accepted the only Canadian dad on this podcast. Fair. That That is actually very fair. Hey, you don't know. <laughs> what don't I know? I mean, Sleazy and some Asians in Canada. Yeah, but that doesn't make me a Canadian papa. That still makes him an American papa. <laughs> I, I mean, Canada pop, that would be multiple... Like yeah, I mean, yes and no. Yes and no. Just because he put in this pop into some Chinese food doesn't mean he's a Canadian dad. First of all, Japanese, how dare you be so racist? Dim sum, because that's what Tom wanted while we were in New York City. <laughs> Dim sum and then some. Yep. Hey, they wouldn't let me, so what can I say? Um, We got so much to talk about today. Good, bad, personal experience. Um, but let's get on with the probably the main event to open this. The NWA 75th anniversary show, night right? Yeah, everyone watched that, right? There was a fucking retirement in the main event, so like I don't know what to tell you. Don't worry, I'll cover that quickly. Oh god. Let's talk about all in. Um, even though it was chronologically the most recent show we're about to review. Because Negative. that pisses that pisses off Fat Man way more. I mean, technically, the NWA's 75th anniversary night two was the most recent show we're going to talk about, as well as Impact Emergence also happened after All In. So, like, okay, there was more the show, which I didn't watch yet. But maybe Ryan and I can find some time this week. Yeah, see. to do some extra. We're, we're going to talk about it anyways because fucking scorecards. We had a bunch and. I'll start off by saying, Sleazy, yes. with your victory this weekend, it puts you ahead of Fat Man and in the top three of wins all time in our scorecard history at Thanks. eight. 
Still I'm way behind Al and you, right? <laughs> yeah, I got 17, Al has 13, and you have eight. But you're still top three. No, and with no new Japan or Ring of Honor scorecard victories. Right? <laughs> How the fuck is that even possible? Because we only do one New Japan show a year. and I have 17 ROH is I've never won an AEW one. It's the only one away from my Grand Slam. Yeah. I've 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 held at the same time WWE and AEW. Yeah. Never a New Japan or a Ring of Honor show. Fat Man, technically, Fat Man's only a New Japan away from his Grand Slam if he can right. find the time to grace us with our fucking fun on the scorecards. I'll do it at Wrestle Kingdom. Don't worry about I, it. Listen, I won the New Japan scorecard for the All-Star, the Junior All-Star. And like I said in our chat, I don't even care that I won it unopposed in our faction. I won the squared circle Reddit scorecard championship. That's a that. big deal. <laughs> That's a big deal. For anybody else is not. For me and you, we're just like, yeah, yeah. fuck them. <laughs> yeah, fuck them assholes. But double fuck them assholes that night. Um, if you guys want to get involved with the PWS scorecards, uh, email Ryan at Ryan Buck at uh, the wrestling show.com. Um, really f- a lot of fun. Seriously, a lot of fun. Very enjoyable to to go and do that. Um, I give it to Fat Man. Yay! Anyone watch the pre-show? No. Yes. Let's move on. Yes. What do you mean what? no? There was, there was nothing on there. There was not one but two title matches. Yo, dog, I heard you like tag team matches. I do. And this one was fucking fantastic. ROH, World Tag Team Championship. Aussie Open defense against MJF and Adam Cole because way to try to kill your main event before it starts. Uh, seven on. minutes. No, as in like them getting hurt. Seven minutes and 45 seconds. Uh, I don't have any ratings for that. Did I not send you this? Lock Culture had their star ratings out. Oh, Fuck Lock cool. Culture. I know. I well, have John Catton's for, but I don't have the pre show. Oh, okay. Lock Culture actually did the pre show, dude. Fuck because they're a UK fucking company who were probably fucking jizzing all over this goddamn show. Giving us some to be fair, no, every fucking thing UK when it comes to movies, music, anything, they fucking just pull and sleazy with this with this Asians. It just fucking hashtag towels everywhere and then bash <laughs> on everything else. Oh yeah, I can tell you right now, I saw a bunch of four star matches in the Walk Ultra ratings. And they're wrong. I wouldn't say they're wrong. I hired for me to disagree four star matches because you know how much I hate the numbers unless it is something that I would call a five star match because I think it was a perfect match. You know what I mean? I think yeah. one, if not two matches on this online card could have that rating. Nope, you're wrong. Realistically. And right? then we know MJF and M. Cole won the titles, which surprised me. It should not surprise you. But. Why well, it should not surprise me? What yeah, is Tony Khan? What is Tony Khan? If nothing other than a money mark, but even more so a Ring of Honor mark. Coke addict. Okay. Also, yeah, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Tony Khan's a huge Ring of Honor mark. With Adam Cole's tag team championship victory, what does that make him? An ROH tag team champion. No, Grand a triple Slam. crown. Actually, winner. I'm still right. It makes him ROH world tag team champion. 
but that's not what I was going to bring up. So you're wrong. Jesus but I'm Christ. but I'm right though. Fuck you, dude. Seriously. But I'm he, technically he, right. But no, I, I know why, why you're yeah, the reason why the thing, the thing is this is the second time it's happened. Because the first person that he did this to was Samoa Joe because he didn't have triple crown either. <coughs> so this was a lot more obvious than we even we we didn't see it beforehand, but looking back on it, we're like well, duh, obviously they did that. And then Hook beat Jack Perry. Who the for... fuck did he ever beat? Jack Perry, he just said it. Um, and then for yeah. the FTW Championship, which means absolutely nothing. But apparently it was real grass, crime your, real glass, crime your river, bro. Uh, so, yeah, cool. Oh, that's why. That's why. <laughs> I was like, Samoa Joe never held the tag team titles. But they consider the pure title yeah. and the tag title and the world TV title as any two of the three secondary belts. Which yeah, means they should weird. be able to, there should be a grand slam with the trios. I honestly I believe so true too. Technically, yes. I I would believe so, but they don't call it that. Then Dalton Candles a grand Dalton Castle is a Grand Slam champion. In there theory, are three Grand Slam champions in Ring of Honor history. Before we go forward, name them. Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal that's, is one. That's one. That's the obvious one. Eddie Edwards? No. Triple Crown, not Grand Slam. Oh. Uh, Danielson. Danielson, incorrect. Yep. No, I was going to go Danielson. Then Nigel? Nigel? No. Was, no, he was never TV champ. Um, it is more recent to the fact that the other two names used the six-man tag team titles in their Grand Slam. Oh, Grisham then. Nope. Really? Christian's not one. I know he's a triple crown. Wow. Who else one of them. Okay, because it's funny for me to say it this way. One is a founding father of Ring of Honor. One decided to kill Ring of Honor when he won the world title in the ladder match in Madison Square Garden. Matt Taven. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Christopher Daniels. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's cool. Like, like out of all the Ring of Honor people, they're the Christopher only Christopher Daniel and Matt Taven. And Jay Lethal. Well, Jay Lethal's such a fucking mainstay. Is there anything he hasn't won in Ring of Honor? I can't. I can't yeah, the six mans. Six man. And he's in he a perfect the... team. Right, he's in a perfect team right now. Him and Singh and Jared would be deadly Ring of Honor six man tag team. Jay. That's true. Yeah. All right. All in proper opens with the real world championship. Fuck you too. See you. Yo, Punk. dog. See you. <laughs> Yo, dog. I heard you like fake titles. We just no. watched that on the pre-show. Because uh, fuck you. CM Punk defends against Tongan Jim. Uh, Fourteen minutes. Can't give this three and a quarter. Chip, wait, you're not here, fucker. Sleazy. Okay, so I did actually do notes for this, which is rare for me. Why? Really, not so much anymore. So he's actually been doing some shit. It's weird. You know, I have a spare four minutes in my life now. Um, I gave it three stars. Um, so I'm pretty close there. Uh, the color was dumb. I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw it right out there just because you know no. Ryan. Disagree. <laughs> his head back of his head went through the announce table, so the front of his head got cut open. Okay. I, I'm, I'm not I even. Love when, I love when you get mad so I can play your game. You have no clue what happened underneath that table when that broke. If anything could have stabbed him in the head from broken pieces, 
the back of his head went through the table. Actually, to be fair, the way he went through it, he could have gotten caught as he was going in. That's what I'm saying. To be fair. But that's not the reason why I'm complaining about it. I'm complaining about it because it's the opening fucking match. And you know for a fact Punk wanted to do as much crazy shit as fucking possible. Just to tell everyone else to go fuck off. I, I hate to say this early in the podcast because I'm probably going to say it a lot to not even justify, but to explain to you guys and our listeners, you're watching an AEW pay-per-view. Yeah, this I, I get is, it. This, shit this, is was normal. A lo- this was a love letter to Ring of Honor, and I totally understand that, and I liked it despite that. I just thought it was very weird and very... If I was booking it, he wouldn't have gotten color. Otherwise, I would have been fine with the match. I just don't like the fact he got color for basically no for no stakes. There, there, there's my my thing about it. That's all. I gave it Mike Sanders. The Mike Sanders. <laughs> uh, nothing special. Nothing to go out of your way to see. They've had better matches. They had better um, matches twenty years ago. <laughs> so, like, eh, above average match. You don't know why it sucked? Joe lost. <laughs> Every was, match that Joe Warner went to a draw with, with Punk are fucking yeah. regarded as the best matches ever. And then every time Punk's beating Joe, they were just like, oh, well, I guess that happened. And they kind of telegraphed that because it was for if they didn't put either title on the line, it would have been a little bit better in that respect. Because you knew that Punk was winning once it was for his mm-hmm. title. Mm-hmm. There's no way Samoa Jay is winning the real world's championship. Right. Right. All right, Ryan, what do you think about it? Uh, again, I'm with Sleazy. It was a love letter to the Ring of Honor. Uh, clearly, Punk's influence has shown beneficial <coughs> some of the stuff how it's been booked. Now, I'm not, I've never been the biggest fan of Funk since he left. But, like, Coming back with how he's trying to do stuff with Collision, I get it. He has that mindset that he still does have a really good mindset, even though he's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the match. I, take I, I, I love Joe anyway, so I always think Joe should win. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there was... I, I don't know. I don't remember if I took these or not. If I did... <laughs> I'll well, see you soon. Yep. Uh, yo, dog, I heard like trios matches. That's you. Not this one. <laughs> Golden Elite versus Bullet Club Gold and Take a Shitta. 20 <laughs> minutes and 30 seconds. Can't give this three and a half. Ryan. I want to hear from Sleazy. What didn't you like about it? This match was really good. I didn't. I, I, I thought it was probably the most disappointing match until the Probably on the right? cards. No, in terms of what I thought, how good it was going to be, to what it actually was. Um, I thought that there was a lot of convoluted but cool spots in the match. But one of one of my favorite spots was a fucking botch, which was uh, take a shit, uh, um, punching yeah. Kota Ibushi. To break up a pin, but completely whiffing him, like two feet away whiffing him, and he's got to sell it because it breaks up the pin. 
Well, I mean, the rings are smaller in Japan. I guess. But... No, the rings are bigger in Japan. I didn't really have a, a counter to that, Batman. <laughs> it depends. Oh, you're talking about penis is. size. Okay, yeah. If you say, it, oh, I, Godzilla. I, I, oh, Godzilla. He's been Mr. Love you long time. Um, <laughs> I did notice. What'd you give it? Two stars. Two stars. Um, I did this notice. This wouldn't even be okay for a house show. This is how I know you're biased. There's an Asian in this. Man. There's two Asians in There's this. There's two man. Asians. Two and a half, technically. Kenny Omega's penis has been in a little lap Asian girl. I mean, yes. He's Asian by allegedly. Insertion. He's That's Asian by insertion. Tony Khan's cocaine use, allegedly. Kenny Omega fucking Asians, not allegedly. Well, yeah, fucking Asians, of course, yes. They're all little. Kota so Bushi being one of them. Yes, little Asian girl. <laughs> the little Asian girl named Kota Bushi. That's that's the nine year old who Omega five. Oh, they had <laughs> didn't happen. They, have, they have so much technology and advancement over in there. Obushi grew from that nine year old girl to a world champion that got injured. <laughs> and we're off the air, folks. Thank Real. you. Have no. a nice time. Uh, just because, just a drug. I'm watching Ryan now in the background. This is Monday night. Normally, we don't take Monday nights. Yeah. And the commercial pops up for. Buy your official WWE and NFL championship belt. And there's 32 teams in the league, and there's only. Oh, what? Then he goes, there's only 31 options. I wonder which team's out there. Which one does all the rapes and the murders? The Jaguars. That's half the league. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Got to be no. a little bit more specific. Yeah, right. Uh, Which one does the rapes and murders in Florida? Dolphins. Anyway, um, I was gonna say Tampa Bay, but okay. No, we don't rape and murder people. We just rape. Um, because we're pirates. Wow. We're pirates. Wow. We rape, plunder, and pillage. Um, <clears throat> nowhere do you hear murder and plunder, pillage, and rape. <clears throat> We've said that word a lot in the past five minutes. Right. Trigger warning. <laughs> just put uh hashtag rape on there, I guess. Um wow. no, starting with this match and moving forward, there were a few botches and every and I think those ropes were pretty slick. Um, especially the one near the entrance, because I didn't notice a lot of people slipping, a lot of people um not getting good grips, falling off of them, fucking hangman in this match. Knees went right, through, like barely cleared the ring. Um, and I'm gonna mention it now. Yes, this was a four hour show. Yes, some of these matches went longer than they should have. They needed to slow down, not just in this match, but in matches before because they were going so fast, their adrenaline was up so much for this show. Is that they were, they were botching, and it comes into play in in the later match specifically, but they just need to slow down. Um, but I gave this three and three quarters. I thought it was a really good match. It was a spot fest as expected. Uh, Kenny Mega eating the pin makes perfect sense. It does. I thought Takeshita was going to win the match. I didn't think he was going to pin Omega, but the way with the Robotaf, um, 
it makes sense. They're going to face each other at All Out. So, where Omega's going to get his win back. So, But maybe. He shouldn't. I don't I think, think he will. I don't either. Omega, <clears throat> it doesn't hurt Omega to lose there. It helps take a shit uh, look better. To get two big wins over Kenny Omega in the span of a week. And if Omega's the way he is of putting other people over and being beneficial, take a shit of wins next weekend. I agree. Should. I actually agreed. Should. No, I, I think he will. We all agree. You think he will. I think he should. How about that? Okay. That's her. Um, yo, dog, I heard you like tag team matches. <clears throat> I do. <laughs> AW World Tag Team Championships, FTR versus the Young Bucks. 21 minutes and 45 seconds. Kent gave this four and a quarter. Okay, Ryan, you're cl- you're you're clapping. Best fucking match out of the three of these boys had. Everything was thrown back to every little thing. Love the missed 450 spot. Love the little touches, the BTE trigger, and then the FTR trigger. Right, kids died, and I didn't think they were going to win because dumbass got arrested in Florida with the gun. This, hold on, checking notes. I'll make it more while you're checking your notes. This is a match that if somebody told me this was a five-star match, I'd have a hard time arguing with them to tell them it's not. Four and a half stars. There were botches all throughout this match. They're lucky I gave it four and a half. First off, you missed the initial response of your face, dickhead. So follow your own gimmicks. (laughs) Second off, seriously, though. There were they botched like four times in the match. What are you talking about? You can't have a perfect match if they botched. <laughs> hey, we we've seen this list that five star matches don't have to be perfect matches. <clears throat> Excuse me, they they don't. And like I said, if somebody would come to me and tell me this was a five star match, I'd have a hard time fighting them. Well, messes up. You just said how it was slick on the entranceway and the outdoors, and that could go into the ring too. You can't hold that again. You know what's funny about this is you're you're trying to push that it's a five star match. Batman's sitting there going, "Well, it's four and a half." I'm going to say that it was a four star match, and I think it was the worst one of the three of them. Wow. Um, I thought for many of the things that Batman already said, you know, the, a lot of the there were many times where they misjudged, outright botches. Um, there's some good spots like the double money shot after the superplex. That was really cool. Um, the the shatter machine kickout was really cool too. That was one of the most believable near fall spots out of the entire match. Um, FTR winning was surprising, but it just it fell flat in a lot of spots where I didn't think it would. So sorry. <clears throat> and I love these two teams. Yo, dog, I heard you like tag team matches? I do. Stadium, stadium, stadium stampede. Blackpool Combat Club with Satan Ortiz versus best friends, Eddie Kingston and Penta. Um, Where's the time? 21 minutes, 30 seconds. Kent gave this three and three quarters. I gave a four. Uh, I thought this was chaotic as expected. Uh, probably... <clears throat> I like this Stampede, Stampede match better than 
the other two because it was actually it was in a crowd a stadium with a crowd. So it wasn't uh, a stadium stampede match. <clears throat> um, but but the second one technically ended in front of a crowd, so that's kind of a that's a yeah yeah. Um, but Orange Cassidy getting the win was the absolute right call. He's on fucking fire. Uh, if he is not in the main event all out or all in next year, which is also in Wembley, which we'll get to in a little bit, uh, I don't know what I don't know what you're doing. But yeah, sleazy. Four and a half. Um, I thought this was fucking phenomenal. <clears throat> I thought that it didn't overstay its welcome like the other two did. Twenty-one minutes. Beautiful. They got a lot of spots in. Some of them, not so much, which is why it wasn't a five-star match. But so many great callbacks. Sue showing up. Uh, the fact that the match started with Kingston just beelining for fucking Swiss. You know, just every single <clears throat> bit. Even having a Taipei death match in fucking Wembley Stadium. Come on, guys. And that was real glass. Um, but how could you not love this? Ryan loved it. Ryan did love it. It was a fucking great match. Awesome. Again, this show, you might have called the opening a love letter to Ring of Honor. This pay-per-view was a love letter to AEW's indie side. Because that's all it was. It was yeah. the super-duper WrestleMania of indie shows. Still pisses me off that people talk about the attendance. Because... As much as I'm a Fed shield, you can talk about the attendance all you want. Oh, it's the most. At first, it was it was the most tickets ever. Then it was the most paid tickets ever. Now, AEW have released a press release that it was the most paid tickets ever in a show in Europe. So they've been backtrailing and backpedaling a lot on their statements over and over and over. Because, like, realistically, Buzz WrestleMania 32 fucking happened. You look at a video of WrestleMania 32, and you look at a video all in, and you're telling me there's more people at all in than there is WrestleMania 32? I think fucking not. I don't think they ever made that claim. You can look at a video of this year's WrestleMania compared to Wembley. It looks like it looks like there's more people at WrestleMania, but yeah, but they never made. Looks the, be the season. Yeah, go ahead. Well, the thing is that they they, <clears throat> they changed it a lot, dude. They did, they were like, I, and I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say they don't, but they never made the claim that it was the largest event ever because they they simply couldn't. It was the largest paid. Largest paid tickets when again, fine. Then they tried to fight that to say something else. And then with the press release from AEW today, <laughs> it was largest paid attendance in Europe. So, like, they backpedaled enough at times that every single bit of credibility they tried to get out of this for their marketing is out the window. Had you have just said, we sold 80,000 tickets, holy fuck. I think they, I think you're right in that respect because. Um, if they just went with the truth, you know, which was they sold 81,000 tickets and just left it that you would, you're absolutely right. They, that would have been a problem, but because they <sighs> kept trying to, you know, he, WWE in that respect, here, here's another thing too. They're basing it off what Meltzer saying, right? And that's a problem. <laughs> Yes. But, but everybody that I've seen for this one, uh, they always try to back it up with the whole tickets that gone through the turnstile, blah, 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 blah. I'll fight it with, it doesn't fucking matter. Collision in Korea happened. 
both nights. If for everybody that says, oh, they were forced to go, they paid for the show, boys. Korea yeah, paid for trip. the show. So that mm-hmm. means every ticket was fucking paid for. That makes it number one and number two. I'm yep. a fed show. You're not giving it to Ravi. You're giving it to fucking Collision in Korea night one and then Collision <laughs> in Korea night two. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But they're... I, I can't look <laughs> it up. No, no, no. But I remember someone reporting that WWE sold 94,000 tickets to WrestleMania because they said... If they just would have said that, that they sold that many tickets, it beat WrestleMania three anyway. Why boost the number up? So I, I remember saying it on this show when we covered WrestleMania thirty two. What I was going to say to you, Fat Man, is I remember what you're saying. I tried to look for two. <clears throat> I remember what you're saying because I remember during the time when you were searching it up, everybody that shit on WrestleMania three numbers saying ninety three thousand went. It doesn't matter if 93,000 is the real number or not the real number because WrestleMania 32 sold more than 93,000 tickets to officially beat it. So yeah. I remember all of that stuff when it happened, just like you did. Mm-hmm. I could just never find it. And when I sent that stuff right. in the chat, it was like a day or two after and the backpedaling had started. But I remember the same thing. It was they beat them regardless if the number was real or not from right. 32. Yeah, I just couldn't. I I remember saying it on this show. I'm like... I remember that, but anyway, let's, let's get on with it. Um, yo, Dogger, who's like multi-women matches? I do not. <laughs> You're somebody shot your dog. Your cousin got hit by a car. Oh, there was no Asian women in this match. Sleazy there Asian. was. Yes, there was. Hikaru Shida. Four, four oh, way by match. the way, the champion, Hikaru Shida. Four-way match for the AEW Women's Championship. She defends against Soraya, Tony Storm, and Dr. Burt Baker. Eight minutes and 50 seconds. Ken gave this three stars. Women, women, sleazy. You're the woman's wrestling. Women, enthusiast. you're the sleazy wrestling, wrestling enthusiast. enthusiast. <laughs> Which is also if you, true. If you do not do that every show going forward, women, you're the sleazy wrestling enthusiast. Why are we even doing a podcast? <laughs> I, 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 I can't disagree with that. Um, <laughs> God damn it. If this wasn't telegraphed, I can't tell you what was. Um, but I gave it what the George Sanders, the what Mike Sanders? Do you not there remember you above average Mike Sanders? I, I don't know. Natural born thrillers, WCW. No, no. I, I I try and intentionally keep that out of my mind. Two and three quarters. Um as soon as they started playing up the fucking oh breakup of the Oh my god. It was it was it was without question they were gonna plop it on Soraya. I mean she brought her fucking family. You Did knew who was coming. What's no. that? No. I was trying to, but for some reason my, my app isn't working on my, my Roku. No. So LA Knight's in the ring. But it's not LA Knight. It's the fucking Miz. <laughs> and I had to and I had to look twice. There's no volume, but I see him caught in a promo. I looked, I was like, cool, LA Knight. I turned away, looked back and went, that's not LA Knight. <laughs> well done. Um shit match, telegraph telegraphed ending, shitty match, I think. <clears throat> uh, there was nothing they could have changed. Like they tried. There was story there, there was all of this stuff yeah. to go through everything, but she was winning that belt. Yeah. They the the match played out the way it should have played out. I'm just not happy with how they did it. Um, the match, honestly, 
you're going to, this is a weird thing. Criminally short. It was. It really was. Short. Um, I thought they could have do, done way more and they would have been, I think the match would have been way better if they gave given them even five more minutes. Um, they tried to get everything they could in for a four-way women's match. The only one on the card, by the way, only women's match on the card out of 10. Um, yeah. It. it never really got into second gear, which is sad because this was, this was supposed to be a, a big moment for Soraya. All written a piece of shit. Um, yeah, match for shit. One and a half. I mean, it, it was 100% Tyler Graff for her to win, but the wrong kid died. Who should have won? Disagree. Sheeta should have retained. Disagree. 100% disagree. Honestly, she was only champion, so she could drop it here. Drop it. Oh, 100%. Again, everything you're saying, I hate to say this on record, you're right. Tyler Graff for fucking Serena to win. Sheeta was only there to fucking lose. Uh, Tony Storm was 100% eating the pin. Britt Baker was a non-fucking factor. She was just there to get a payday. Wrong kid died. Wrong kid died. <laughs> like, I mean, give Sheeta a rematch. Take it back off her. I don't care. It's not. It's AEW. She'd be the, she'd be the first ever three-time women's champion. <sighs> Surprise that don't go to Britt Baker. Shocked. Right? Yo, dog, I heard you like tag team coffin matches. Oh, I, I do. I do. I, I, I do. do. I did. I do. Uh, Swerve Strickland and Christian Cage versus Darby Allen and Sting. 16 minutes. Kent gave us three and a quarter. Whose house? Mark's house. Thanks, fucking I'll, Mark. I'll accept that. Because, again, we're all fucking Marks. I love what you say it as a derogatory He doesn't. Term. He, you don't. No, it's you actually. There's a wrestler named Mark House that trained me. And oh, that was there? his. Yes. That was his gimmick. Yes. Oh. House, Mark's house. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That was a whole That's why I called him a fucking Mark. That He's a thief. Mark for Mark. Steven <laughs> bastard stealing that gimmick. Who let yeah. Swerve Strickland out of jail? <laughs> uh, before we continue with the actual match, God damn, how much do they fucking pay Queen? And then, holy shit, how much do they pay for Metallica? More than they pay for Queen. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm legitimately not sure which one they paid more for. Metallica. Because they use Seek and Destroy. Nobody uses Seek and Destroy. They paid they, they paid Metallica way more. Oh. 100% more. I uh, don't know. I don't think so. I no, really 100 Metallica, they they probably paid them a hundred percent. When I say a hundred percent more, I'm calling the number. They probably paid a hundred percent more than what they did. For they the still week. paid more for Final Countdown. Oh yeah, probably. Um, and now this, I hate to say this, is a show where I'm okay with it. What the tag team coffin match? No, the, the licensing on music. I'm okay with it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Is your biggest show of the year? You're making tens of millions of dollars? Fuck it. You can Listen. afford it to do that. I'm listening. After they fucked up with Osprey on Dynamite with his music, it's just funny that they paid for extra music and got Osprey's music right to show. 
They better have gotten Osprey's music right this show. Um, as far as the match goes, Ryan. Great little match. Sting, and it's funny because Sting at this age, it's funny enough to say, WWE dropped ball on Sting. He'd still be there doing tag matches, and you still could have stuck him with somebody. And they could have got their miles out of Sting in WWE, but they are ignorant sometimes to stuff that they don't really see. And AEW has very much benefited from Sting. A lot of people are still talking about Sting wrestling. Sting does something crazy every match to the point that he's Shane McMahon levels, but only one spot has been stupidly dangerous. I thought it was great. Uh, until I saw the stack that Sting and Darby Allen are undefeated as a tag team, I thought Swerve and Christian had a chance to win this. <laughs> I did not. There was no way Jay Briscoe's winning the ROH world title. Um, uh, three and a half. I, I, it was way better than I thought it would be, even though you had Swerve, Darby Allen, and Christian, and an older Sting willing to do fucking anything. Um, yeah, I was very entertained by this match. <laughs> Start of the match, Darby Allen. Without question. Is it only because of the beatings that he takes? Like Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that coffin drop onto the coffin. Twice. 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 I'm talking about the first one on the outside. Where he just misses. If he if he would have a fraction of an inch either way, he dead. He he dead. But Darby <laughs> Allen's not gonna have a career. Like it's great that we're gonna get six years of Darby Allen now. But, like, look at Jeff Hardy. Mick Foley. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, these people that that style catches up to you quick. And Darby Allen oh, yeah. is a 100-pound soaking much. Yep. Mm -hmm. He's so not an elastic guy. <laughs> he can't be booked that together with duct tape and super glue. Well, I, I, if you're a redneck, you could do it. <laughs> okay. So, I've got multiple problems here. Okay, so first of all, I gave it three and a half stars. It was a nice match. Um, huge TNA chance in the early part. Did you guys didn't, hear that? Didn't hear it. You didn't hear that? that you was didn't huge. hear the TNA chance? It was deadly. Christian, right away. Christian yeah. and Stinger facing off right off the bat. And you TNA, heard TNA. TNA. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't hear it. Um... Number two. So let me get this straight. It's a tag team match. Play up. Taking compliments on all rules. Well, well, what's the rule? Are you Throwing supposed to have both people in the coffin or just they, one of them? They, they said, said it immediately at the Liam, start of the match. Only, yeah, they did. They did. But why? Um, what? Number Are two. Are you complaining that they told us the rules? Yes. You're an idiot. <laughs> no, they, they <laughs> should be both of them. I hope the thing is, I, I hope you step on a layout. Okay. <laughs> rules? Okay. What are they? Oh, that's the rules. Well, that's dumb. They told us. No, it's it's not dumb that they told us. It's dumb that the rules were not put both of them in. Dude, they paid so much money on music license they couldn't afford a second coffin. So, yes. So, <laughs> so, so I actually looked this up while you guys were talking. In America, Queen does not own Queen's records, the, the music rights. It's owned by Disney of all people. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mercury's a Disney princess. Must be, right. <laughs> um, but outside of the United States, it's owned by the three surviving band members. They make off of royalties alone 
$48 million a year. Metallica, on the other hand, has been out on record. Exactly right. Metallica recently went out on record and said that they don't make enough in royalties anymore. So guess what? They paid more for Queen. I still don't know about that. If they don't don't make enough on royalties and they said it, they're probably trying to get licensed more royalties and probably pay a shit ton. I feel like that's what it is too. Metallica says they don't make enough money in royalties. They charge too much. Yep. Well, here's the other thing. They only make 20.2 million on royalties over the course of a year. And it's split more ways too. Because there's more members of Metallica than there are surviving members of Queen. So there's that piece. Loud calls of all throughout the match. And this this started here and throughout the rest of the show, it was kind of weird. Actually, it happened in the match before, too. You could hear a lot of the wrestlers calling spots. Just randomly stuff. Like, here, there, everywhere. It wasn't all the time, but you could absolutely hear them call the spear spot. Um, The no-hand stuff with Darby Allen was sick. Everything he did with his hands behind his back, fucking mind-blown. The shit, like the bump he took, like he did the flip bump into the Mm -hmm. corner. That's how you fucking died, you. You know? Darby Allen is like Sabu, and when he breaks his fucking neck, he's still going to try to wrestle. Absolutely. 100%. And I'm one of them idiots that broke a bone during a wrestling match and thought it was a smart idea to try to wrestle. But Darby Allen is going to die in the ring. I would. Well, Kenny's going to die outside of the ring, but like. Probably out to the floor. One last thing. We've had multiple spots throughout the match where somebody puts a finger out, puts a hand out to stop the coffin closing, a bat out. Swerve did not lose this match. His hair was out. I call shenanigans. I'm going to have to go look at that again. Cause I don't, his, I, his dreadlocks are out of the top of the coffin when they closed it. That's hilarious. If yeah. AEW was smart, if, they would turn that into an angle. They would. Because I've seen them do it before. Our troop won the US title because of a fuck up like that, and they fucking ran with it. That would yeah. be brilliant for Swerve to come out and say that. Because if a bat stops them from closing the, the, the coffin, why wouldn't his dreadlocks? You want to know why, what the honest answer is on that? The bat's not going to do a vacuum seal. You'll still get a vacuum seal around the hair. Not with his dreads. Because they're like they're like thick. You could tell that they couldn't close it all the way. Like thick, thick, like thick, porn like thick? triple C thick, motherfucker. <laughs> Sleazy doesn't know. The only thing thick about him is, well, him. That made no sense in any context. Not well, wait, wait, wait to try to call him fat and I'm, be nice about it, dick. I know. Just call him fat. He knows he's fat. I no know shit. he's. I seen him eat like a whole pizza. This shocked the shit out of me. How was I keeping up with fucking Swarley? You weren't. I was. Well, the first day you weren't. I was too. No. I first day on the pizza. The first day for. And it kept. For lunch. You did. The tacos? Yeah. The the rest. Yeah. I mean, because we didn't have that big of a lunch. 
But then it was on. Then you. I remember breakfast where you got your meal like 20 minutes later and still finished before everyone. Yes. That's not a work. That's a fucking shoot. That is a shoot. (laughs) That really happened. All right, Ryan, do you talk about the match? I did. I'll just put it again that an old-ass Christian, an old-ass Sting, basically carried this match for people that weren't a fucking test on me for abuse. And Swerve, I think WWE dropped the ball on Swerve, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Chris Jericho versus Will Asprey. 14 minutes, 55 seconds. Can't give this four and a quarter. Should not have been as good as what it was. Jericho is older. Jericho is on the decline. I know he still has the mindset for this stuff. But, like, that was fucking great. Like, that's one of the, one of Jericho's best AEW matches that I've seen. Uh, three stars? The match felt rushed. This was the one match where I felt like I think Jericho was like, okay, we need to go fast and prove to everyone that I can still go. And it fucking showed. This was really slo- sloppy in spots. Uh, but This was a really slutty match. It was really it was slutty, slutty, sloppy. It was sloppy and wet everywhere. Um, Just mess. Yeah, it was a sloppy match. It felt rushed, but it was still good. Again, if they just would have slowed down. And Jericho should have known that for being the veteran. And Osprey should have known that. I, I really do think that Jericho is like, keep the pace up to show everyone that I can still go at that pace. Is that a real fucking comment out of your mouth? Osprey should have known to slow down? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that, that's like, I get okay. Jericho having to do it for his age. Osprey okay. needs to have to slow down. What the fuck are you uh, on? If okay, they would have just slowed down, this could have been freaking excellent. But how, it was how still good match. match. 14 was- minutes and 55 seconds. That's interesting because I, for exactly the same reasons, I gave it four stars. Um, with <laughs> literally the exact same reasons, it felt rushed. It felt like this match was good despite Jericho. Um, in times, um, there were a lot of weird minor botches, and for fuck's sake, I do not need to hear Fozzie. Also, Osprey literally Fozzie was an excellent touch for that because everybody sings along anyways. There's no need to shit on Fozzie being that the lead singer's in the fucking fed. Fuck Fozzie. That is all. That is all. Also, (laughs) Osprey no show no sold a bat shot. 100%. 100%. Also true, yeah, yeah. Just no-sold it. Got hit in the head. Oh, oh, oh I'm just going to fucking do nothing. There's one thing that nobody really talked about. Who was the face again? Jericho. Who was the face again? Jericho. Who was the face again? Jericho. No, Osprey was. No, Osprey wasn't. When Jericho's flicking off the fucking crowd. It was in, on TV, it was built as Jericho. Yeah, During absolutely. the match, it was, it was not Jericho. It was not Jericho. And that was that was a stupid thing that they should have thought about, honestly. They really should have thought about that. The problem because... is you had Callus on the fucking side. And even Callus got um got uh fucking accidental heat. 
Mm-hmm. Because how did how did the how did uh Callis get up there, fuck around, and then have his guy get hurt with the the bat shot? Mm-hmm. If Callis didn't get up there, he his guy doesn't get hurt. So why so why'd you give this a four star match? <laughs> yeah, I you don't like shit on his match. No, but the the reality is that despite all that, it was still a good match under that. So despite all your rage, it was still just Osprey not in the cage. Exactly. Yo, Dogger, who'd you like trios matches? This one was better. <laughs> yes, it was. AW Trios Championship, House of Black Defensigas, the Claim, and Badass Billy Gunn. You have to enunciate both these so there's no lawsuit. Bad yep. Bad Ten minutes and fifty seconds. Uh, can't give us three stars. I'll go first because I'm just going to do it. Uh, really? My nose for good match, right? Kids died. Three stars. Basically. That's, Basically. They yeah. they sold this story really well. Shitty the House of Black didn't get as good of a run that... I saw comments online that shit on the House of Black's run. Those people that shit on run have no clue that Collision's a thing. Because if you watch Collision, watching the product, I know a lot of fucking idiots don't do that. They were defending those belts and highly, highly promoted on Collision. So, like, the run wasn't shit. Uh, yeah, Sleazy. I, okay, three stars. One of my biggest fucking problems with the match. Well, two big problems with the match. Number one, fuck your finish at one. Of course. Um, and number two is I'm wait, the, I'm gonna pull I'm gonna pull Ryan. Okay. This was an AEW show. It wasn't a new Japan show. What the fuck are we talking about? Well, what's your um, problem? Fighting spirit, motherfucker. There was no fighting spirit here. You know, kicking out of p- people's finishers at one. Yeah. Um, number two is Julia pulls out Aubrey when her guy's getting pinned because of a finish. But does it do it the second time? Literally two minutes later, it's just standing right there. Had to literally walk around the ring once it started because otherwise she looks even more like an idiot. Um, and I can't remember if the, this had to have been this. Uh, you deserve gold around the waist, badass Billy Gunn, and hands him a silver belt. Fuck you guys. Maybe he's colorblind. You don't know what he's dealing with. Yeah, that, no, I'm a fight that. That's just being a piece of shit nitpicky. Yep, absolutely it is. I thought <laughs> it was a funny bit, honestly. Yeah. You deserve gold around your waist. Here's a silver belt. No, the, the the match was fine. It was. It was a perfect match right before the main event. Yeah, absolutely. Nice segue. AEW World Championship, NJF Javinsky against Adam Cole, 29 minutes. Who Can't did these guys ever be? Like, Jesus Christ, do I got to see them all over the card? Like, blah. <laughs> on the pre-show. Look, on all the main, main card. Event. Who were the It's like they bookmarked or bookended the entire show. Fuck these dudes. <laughs> Can't give this four and a quarter. Ryan. 
This is the other match that I wanted to say. If somebody called this a five-star match, I'd be hard-pressed to argue against them. You are way wrong. The storyline going into the match, they fell into gold. Everything about this has been sports entertaining. Because they did it all the right way. And every time you thought something, like the bloodline storyline, in terms of every time you thought you knew exactly what was going to happen, the swerve, if it made you mad, you still said, oh, that sucks. Makes sense, but it sucks. And they've completely done this, and they found a way to continue this going. Obviously, they're going to lose the Ring of Honor titles because the shenanigans or shenanigans will happen just after. But like To the kingdom. Yeah, I hope so. Oh, oh. fuck, I hope so. But this match is doing great. I like this was the perfect main event for this show. Kenny Omega was tangled up in the six man, so he couldn't do Omega versus Punk. This is the match. Sleazy. This was the match. Um first of all, having Nigel McGuinness sit here and and wax poetic about how 31 years ago he he was in this crowd watching uh Brett and Bulldog have this amazing match, and it's the reason why I, I became a professional wrestler. And Taz goes, well, I became a wrestler because I needed a job. Because Taz is a New York piece of shit. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Um, I, I can't fault this match. Five stars. Um, it, I will say this, though. It is not a five-star match in a sense of oh my god they had amazing work rate and and they they came all over each other and it was like a new japan style five-star match it was not that but it was an aw five-star match yeah it it was really well done in terms of telling the story within the microcosm of the match they did do a lot of great spots in the match dropping big words like microcosm Well, he has a micro dick, so at least he used half that word. That's still two words, dickhead. I said he knew half the word, you asshole. (laughs) Open Um, up your ears and shut your mouth more. You'll hear better. Listen, don't tell me to use my listening ears. I say that to the stepson all the time. (laughs) Okay, Sleazy, finish. (laughs) Finish your wrong opinion. Go ahead. Wow. No, until you said wrong opinion, I was like, look at you trying to be Michelle. Okay, Sleazy, finish. Yeah, whatever. Um, I, I knew this. <laughs> I just caused that. <laughs> Ryan, I'm you. Um, uh, God damn it. Um, the sp- the stair spot was fucking sick. I thought he died. Uh, I thought he died too. Um, he did end up getting cut on the ch- the stair itself. Um. The only thing I thought was stupid but funny was him going five more minutes when they when they went to a, a double pin draw. Like, why would you do five more minutes? Just restart the match. It's a callback to the. It was first a callback. Match. Obviously, yes, it was a callback, but it's still fucking weird request. But whatever. Um, fuck your finish on the outside. Fuck your finish part two. But still, it fit the match and. The actual finish fit the match too, especially when you're roll up a doom. Yeah, small package of doom. I'm sorry. They did so many different callbacks, and they did so many different little things throughout this match that 
you have to go back and watch the match a second time just to catch everything. Five-star match. Yeah, absolutely. 100% five-star match. And now you can listen to Fat Man, who's very wrong on this. Four, uh, I agree with the cat in four and a quarter. Um, He's just outside the what the fuck is it missing comment. <laughs> um, in the microcosm of the... I agree with you. 100%. Jesus Christ, that's the second time we've dropped that this episode. Right? Micro dick, bro. I understand. So... In the microcosm of the match, third time had to do it. Um, I know I, they I did know it. They absolutely, they absolutely did it. MJF kicking out a literally fucking finish after finish after finish after finish, chair shot finish, 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 finish. It got, it got me like really, 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 really. This is now your Brock Lesnar level kicking out of everything now. Really. I disagree with that. The the callback with the five minutes I liked, but I think they could have done it better. Instead of doing a double pin, they could have done something. Had they I mean, they were, they were people would double, have shit on them for seeing the Miz for Mania. Honestly, I thought the double count would have worked. I, I agree with that. Actually. Better. I, it would have worked better than that. You wouldn't have gotten the double clothesline. But you could have still I, done the did. double clothesline. No, you have but to do the, the pin. Double- to do the double close on a double pin means technically they both won. Double countdown means technically they both lost. Double pin technically means they, they both, won. both won. Instead of a time limit trial like they had last time, they had a each person pin the other person's shoulders to the match regardless. And that and that's a good bit for that. I think you've done better. Um, other than that, it was great. Like, I just, I just think MJF kicking out of. Little things could have gotten done better. I think the double pin whatever spot could have done better, and the MJF kick out of fucking everything could have done better. He's the world but fucking champion, man. Other than that, fuck you. Other than that, <laughs> the story was near perfect. I still don't understand why you only think it's four and a quarter. Because there were worse things on this show that you rated higher with more problems in the match that you call out. I do what I want. Okay. I'm not saying, I'm just calling you out on your hypocrisy. That's all. I do that to you every show. So you can do it to me once, once a year. That's fine. (laughs) There's your, there's your one, there's your once, once a year. Yeah. From the 12 months up to this point. No, this, this is your once a year. No, January I, January 1st, I, December 31st. Once I year. I call October or god damn it, August 29th as my first day of the year. You can call it all you want, you're wrong, as always. Overall thoughts on the show. Way That's better sh- way better show than I thought. <laughs> way better show than what I thought it would be. Um it's still an AEW show. Little little th- production. <laughs> Um, did a hell of a lot better job, but there were still times where like, oh, look at this massive crowd, and they miss spots. Yeah. They, um, not everyone can be Kevin Dunn. No. Um. Wow. Okay. The sound. Okay. So. Oh, I just realized something. Fuck Dave Meltzer. We haven't put it out there yet. His his startings aren't out yet. Yeah, but his name's been said on the podcast and it didn't it didn't proceed with fuck Dave. So like Oh, okay. that's true. Yeah. 
Fuck Dave yeah. Meltzer. Well, yeah, fuck yeah. Dave Meltzer, obviously. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the, the sound. I don't know if it's because I'm three-quarters deaf in one ear, yes. but I couldn't hear the for the first – until like halfway through the FTR match, that crowd seemed dead to me. Stadium um, show had Preston and went. It's yeah. It seemed like they realized that oh crap, the crowd noise is a little loud. Let's up their up the mic on it, and then and that's think, when you started hearing called spots. And I honestly, I didn't hear any called spots. But again, three quarters deaf in one ear. So don't but worry, we'll the, be all on Botchamania in two weeks. So, but yeah, so I, but. Yeah, it was way better than I thought. I thought for, and we kind of talked about this before before we went on air, is that people were talking about this this show like, oh my God, it's going to be a super disappointing show because there was no build. They put their best foot forward with so many great matches because at the end of the day, this was literally what the first All In was, a super indie show. Yep. So different vibe <laughs> it was a definitely different vibe no no doubt but they put their best possible matches you know ftr versus the young bucks they put kenny omega along with his two best pals in a fucking six man with the against the bullet club they that, let's be say they fucking lost and nobody's had that coming right exactly and then you have a huge a huge uh multiple uh title changes excuse me you've had the quite possibly the four best women on their roster in a very prestigious place you know there's a lot of good things about this show and i think that top three shows that they've done since they started the first double or nothing is, is their best is, but i best. i would i would happily put this, this will probably be three. two it's probably be two, two or three. I, yeah. I would. I'm, I'm I, giving myself the buckle know, because I'm trying to think. Um, door one was the same thing as this one. The forbidden yeah. door one had all the injuries and was supposed to be a shitty card, but the first forbidden door was fucking amazing and yeah, had no right to be. Right, one hundred percent better than WrestleMania. Close, but no, but really close. It was this is, like I said, this is one of the best AEW shows I've ever seen because of they knew what they had to do. And again, I'll always I said it before, I'll say it now, and I'll say it again. If you go to an AEW show and you expect WWE style is the easiest way to put it, you're gonna be disappointed. But if you go to an AEW show to watch it to know that it is legit different than WWE because it's going to be and how they do everything, this is one of the best shows they've ever done. Right. Uh, they did announce that they were coming back to Wembley next year. <sighs> they're gonna do. They're gonna do that every year now because they're I'm gonna okay get sixty-seven thousand people. UK. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not against them going to huge stadium shows. I'm more like go someplace else. Why? They're not going to be. They just also, sold. Why? To try to see if you can do it again. Why? They're not in there to make history. The they're reason in there to they make go money. To That's my point. They're in there to make money. But so if you go to someplace else, Stadium. Why if, not? If they, why the, they go to Chicago forty times a year? Yeah, because they sell out every time. 
when the market the dries up, they'll not go. That market's never going to drop in Chicago. Exactly. Places like Chicago, places like Philadelphia, places like New York. That you're not the, letting me finish what I'm trying to say. Yes, I know what you're trying to say. It's yes, they've done it. It won't feel as special as this one. Who cares if it's not special, though? You're not letting me fucking finish. I know. I just gonna say, just shut up and let him talk. No, no, um, I, I, he does this to me all the fucking time. I'm doing you, it to him now. Fat man, you do do this to him all the time. I do because he's always wrong. I want to hear his reasoning. Okay. It's because it won't feel as special. Yes, they'll easily make money, which is what they're there for, sleazy. But if you're going to a different venue or different country and selling 75, 80,000 tickets, now you're going, okay, WWE, yes, they did Cardiff. They've done at the old Wembley. And they've done Toronto and the U.S. They haven't done Germany. They haven't done Paris. They haven't done Spain. Selling that many tickets. If AEW can do that, then they can say, guess what, fuckers? We got you. That's my reasoning to go, why are you going back to a stadium you know you can fill? Try a ch- it's, a, it's a challenge thing. Why be complacent? Go somewhere else. See if no, you can't draw. No, 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 no. It's that's not a surefire way to run a promotion into the ground. But if, but if you they can't, yeah. What? You need a bankroll. And I, he's and a I, his dad's a billionaire. What are hey, you talking about? Dickhead, shut up and let me finish. You Shocker! Need a bank, you need Shocker! A he calls us. He calls me out for doing it, and then immediately does it right after. Yeah, fuck you, because I do what I want. You need a bankroll. Well, what I mean is, you need a bankroll. It's just because the cons have so much money in their soccer and their football doesn't mean they have a smart, logical waste money bankroll in AEW like they did four years ago. It is an evolving gotcha. business. Gotcha. They have it. Why wouldn't you spend the next three or four years to slowly evolve in do three shows, do three shows, do Wembley, Wembley, Wembley. At the end of the third Wembley show at the end of three years, all those other places will be like, they go there all the time. They don't come here. Well, what if they come here, we're going to have to sell you're putting the supply and demand. If you're only going to supply to certain many places, you know you're only going to be able to go there to see it. Okay, that makes sense. I still think they should challenge themselves and not be complacent. Well, they just added a new pay-per-view. In October, AEW has officially announced a new pay-per-view. Yeah, it's a Wrestle Dream. It's like an Anoki. I don't know where it's going to be held, though. I don't think they announced that yet. They if it's got to do with Anoki, it's Tangled Probably Japan. Japan. Yeah. 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 It's, Another it's, big mark town that they're going to sell a lot of tickets to. Yeah, it's not Seattle, adventurous right? to them, but it's No, it still, is in Seattle. It is yeah, in, Seattle. in Seattle. You're right. You're right. It's in Seattle, which has a huge Asian pop- population. Don't talk about so. Supersonics. So as he heard Asian perked up. I need to go to Seattle. Um. I guess here's my thing about all, all of this Interesting. is that we're, we're sitting here, we're talking about, you know, how they should, you know, get out of their comfort zone. Here's my problem with that. Do you see WWE going to a lens arena or um, like San Siro or Asbury stadium where they do grand slam every year? Like, no, no. These are the European ones though. Like um, that's my point. Can't know. Oh, I, don't, I don't like that. There's a reason, though. There's a reason why they're not going there because the market can't sustain it. And if WWE wrestling, the most casual fan, 
let's be honest here because WWE is all about their casual fans. They don't think they can fill a 70,000 seat uh, arena I, in Spain. I, no, I don't think that's why would, it. I, why would they do that? Why would uh, AEW even attempt that? I think, actually, the more I'm thinking about it, yes. Um, it's more of the logistics of running a show over there. More than not that they can't do it, the logistics of running a show over there. And and I also have to say, so then they know the second highest stadium in Europe. Yes, only uh, second only to um, the football stadium in uh, uh, Spain. The Real Madrid plays uh, uh, in Barcelona. Yeah, Camp No, no, not Real Madrid. Uh, but yeah, whatever. It's in Barcelona. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the soccer team that. Oh, I don't know who it is. It's not Real Madrid because that's in Madrid. Um, but it's more legit. Now that AEW knows that, hey, we can run a show in Wembley. I mean, they obviously they, they would have done it next year anyway if they had. If it was a logistical nightmare and say their production sucked, whew, that wouldn't have been bad. But now they oh, can yeah, run a true. show. They can run a show. So I guess being complacent isn't that bad, but I still say try it. Like just or even try to do it in America. So where I would be go. okay doing it in America though. You're you're right in that. So maybe do it like that. Say, okay, instead of going to like Munich or Berlin or Barcelona, say do it freaking St. Louis. Oh same. W- WWE going to Australia for tours. <coughs> I mean, yeah, WWE yeah. I know this was during a COVID year, but WWE only sold half of that dome. AW be like WWE sold half of it. We got the attendance record. Yeah. That's us. Like, um, do places dome uh, Min- Minneapolis. Places WWE won't go. You know where they need to go? Carrier Dome. No. India. I got I gotta leave, but I don't want to leave without giving my Reddit comment for the for the yes, please, because we're gonna talk about um multiverse afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So the Reddit comment before I leave is I'm looking through the squared circle jerk on Reddit, and it's three pictures. <laughs> it's all in WrestleMania three, WrestleMania 32. Yeah, which one had more people there? And through the comment threads, there's people talking about empty seats at all in, and then there's one comment killed me. It goes empty seats. That's just the 20,000 people CM Punk banned from the arena. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought that was fucking excellent. Gentlemen, thank you for the congratulations for being a daddy. I will listen to the other half later on for inverse. Yeah. Multiverse. Yes. Absolutely. Goodbye. 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 Thank you, Ryan. Well, yeah. So Indy, yeah. At Lucas Oil Stadium. Minneapolis, you know, like big it, Tropicana Field, you know, play like well, technically they were at Tropicana Field during the pandemic, but just so how about maybe not in Europe, but at least in America, you know, you can run eighty thousand yeah. tickets. Yeah, that's not just trying to be complacent here. Try to see it. You can do it in America. I'm not saying, oh, let's see them doing in America. Try it. Try to see it. You know you can do it. Well, here's the thing is that AEW is in kind of an interesting place right now because they're not running every month these pay-per-views. So when a show like All In or uh, Full Gear comes to town, that's a big deal. 
So you could, in theory, do a stadium show with any one of their pay-per-views doing that. Right. Now, so, it, it looks like they're adding another pay-per-view in October. There's one in November. There's one in February. They may be adding more pay-per-views, which we said weeks ago, because Bleacher Report or Warner Brothers Discovery has their hand in Bleacher Report, and yeah. I guess they get 10% profit off of pay-per-view sales. Yeah. So I'm um, waiting for the day they announce either AEW Plus or AEW part of Max. I think it's going to be on Max. I'm hoping it's on Max because I got Max. So do I. <laughs> Obviously, I was yeah. there when I got it. Um, yes. Uh, AEW Plus on Max or something like that. Yeah. But I'm okay yeah. with that. All right. Um, you want to do news and rumors? Yeah, let's do, let's do news and rumors. Let's do uh, let's deal with the elephants in the room and then uh, end the show on a little bit higher note with multiverse United too. Okay. Uh, the, I'm going to end with, with the sad news. Um, but speaking of all in, God damn it. here we go. It appears that CM Punk and Jack Perry will not be appearing on AEW television this week. Why not? They're on an investigation into their backstage incident. Oh, God. It was reported that the two men had an altercation just before Punk went out for his match against Samoa Joe. There was conflicting accounts of what happened, but it's clear that there was some physicality as some claim Perry was choked, while others claim Punk simply put Perry in a chokehold to avoid a full-fledged fight. This is the latest incident between Punk and AEW members, blah, blah, blah. Punk's camp has claimed that he wants a drama-free environment backstage at Collision, and for the most part, the goal's been met, but issues have arised whenever talent from Dynamite and Punk are together. Okay. Relief within AEW is that Punk and Perry are both suspended pending the results of the investigation. Um, if Punk and Perry's suspension continues this weekend, they will not appear at the all-out or, yeah, all-out pay-per-view in Chicago. If they're suspended, they're not going to be there. Like, Correct. What, what, what show are they going to not miss? You know what I mean? There's only two. Right. <laughs> Dynamite, which I think is it's in Chicago. Yes. I think it's which Dynamite. Collision. Sh- collision. Rampage. Uh-huh. They're all out. They're all in Chicago. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I can't believe they're going to go to Chicago with Punk sitting out, their biggest Chicago star. Yeah, he's he's on that show. Yeah. Like, look at Oren got freaking fell the drug test. He wrestled the big show and that got suspended afterwards. Right. So absolutely. Um <clears throat> Jordan Grace re-signed with Impact. I knew she was gonna go back. Because I don't think AEW was going to get her. I think she just took a break. Yeah, I she mean, needed a break. But I, I, I think she was always going to go back to it. I don't think it's not because AEW didn't want her. I think, you know, engaged or married to Jonathan Gresham. They want to be together. That's true. Travel together. True. It just makes sense. All yeah, right. And I don't think Gresham would go back to AEW either. So at this point, here we go. Bray Wyatt. Yeah. That we reported a couple weeks ago that he 
was um, suffering from a life-threatening illness, but he was about ready to return. Mm-hmm. And then we get the news, what was it, Thursday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that he suddenly passed away at the age of 36. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it was due to a heart attack, but it was, a, well, COVID-19 that acerbated a underlying heart condition, which caused him to have a heart attack and yeah, passed away. There, okay, so let me get the outrage out first because <clears throat> that was reported two hours, three hours after it was reported he died by Sean Ross Sapp. Yeah, I didn't to I didn't know about it till the next day when I was at work and all of a sudden I just saw that on Facebook. Yeah, he reported that three hours after he died. If the family really wanted everyone to know that, wouldn't you think they told Triple H? <sighs> I have a problem with the fact that he had to put that out there three hours after that happened. So he could get the scoop out. I think maybe they did tell Triple H. And here, and here's the thing: it could have been telephone, telegram, tell wrestler. They mm-hmm. probably told Triple H. Triple H probably told someone who told someone who told someone who told Sean Ross Sapp. Probably. Um, and no, according, no, according to Sean Ross Sapp, he got direct permission from the family to tell people. That's what made it. Oh, I didn't read suspect. that. Yeah, and that and that's why I, I'm kind of like pissy about it. Is that even if even if you did wait a fucking day, you fucker. Yep. What the fuck is wrong with you? Just because you wanted to be the first one out on that? Go fuck yourself. You call yourself a goddamn motherfucking journalist, and this is coming from two assholes who Openly say they're not journalists, even though we're probably more journalists than you fucking is. How dare you? Seriously, how dare you? This kind of reminds me of the Brody V situation. Yeah, it's eerily similar mm-hmm. because everyone and their brother, oh, he died from COVID, blah, 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 blah. First of all, obviously, hindsight being 2020, obviously he didn't. He died of a lung issue, but I don't think they even know what happened because they didn't want to. I, I don't think Amanda wanted to do a, an autopsy on him. But I. Here's the other thing about this. And while I am absolutely pissed at him for this, I also have to say on the complete other side of that, I get it if they did it because of what also happened right around the same time is everyone and their brother started saying, Oh, he killed himself. Maybe. And if that's I, the I, case, I still ahead. don't love it, but I didn't hear that either. I just yeah. heard the, yeah. I didn't. Well, like, like you said before, telegram, telephone, tell wrestler, it went everywhere. As soon as triple H announced it. And because Triple H didn't say how he died, a lot of people assumed because he has a history of mental problems that it had to have been suicide. And this was literally, he had, he had posted something literally like five or six hours before it was announced he died. So people were 
all over the fucking place. So it, it's it's a horrific thing. Obviously, 36 years old, way too young, younger mm-hmm. than us. Yep. You know, heart issues. Obviously, I've had more than one health scare over the past few years, you know, especially specifically with heart issues. You as well. You know, <clears throat> it's scary. It's fucking scary. Mm-hmm. And it's really eerie that it's now two out of the four of the, Wy- the original Wyatts out. Yep. So when I heard it, I was like, holy God damn. Like it didn't hit me like Brody did because obviously Brody, you know, Rochester guy, blah, 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 blah. And same with, with Jay Briscoe, you know, our show as a whole. And obviously it happened while we were fucking taping, mm-hmm. but this one hurt just, I wouldn't say as much as the other two, but it, it was up there because it was such a shock. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I, I know I um, just talked a bunch here, but well, no, it, you know, it, it, I was kind of like, what the hell? Like when you, when you first, when you get to his report saying, Oh, it's a life threatening illness, but he's doing better. He should be returning soon. You're like, Oh, Okay, and then all of a sudden it's like he died. And it's like, wait, what? And then I'm just like, well, I don't know how he died. That's how he died. And then I think it was Thursday morning or something. I was at work. I scrolled through and it's like, why it's caused a death, COVID related heart issue or something. And I'm like, oh, like, that's messed up. So he's fighting COVID this whole time. So I'm like, well, we know now. I guess knowing kind of helped a little bit, but I didn't read anything about when it was reported or what he said or uh, or the suicide thing. I, I didn't read any of that, so I guess I kind of got lucky in that aspect. But you're like, this guy is so talented. It's such a mind for the business that you're just like, wow. That's... Even if he wasn't non-screen character him being a producer holy crap right so even if he couldn't wrestle again and he was just backstage now that knowledge is gone and it's just like i think brandon that same day posted that bo dallas was going to AEW or something i'm like what and i saw that i'm like what that doesn't make sense (laughs) but yeah so no, it's it's shocking. Yeah. And then a couple days before that, Terry Funk passed away. Yeah, just what a way to fucking go through a week. Jesus Christ. Um an absolute legend of the business. You know, we always joke about how many times is he gonna fucking retire? But the man the man's knees cracked worse than Tanahashi's last week, you know. <laughs> But, um, yeah, Funk could wrestle any style. Yeah, and he, you being the ECW mark, mm-hmm. he single handedly helped that promotion out. Yeah, and Paul Heyman will absolutely tell you that. Yep, and he, like, even on the ECW rise and fall of ECW, he would be all like, payment be like. Oh, I can make that guy. Oh, I can make that guy too. Well, I could do great things with that. He was so unselfish. Yeah. Putting anyone over. 
Um, and it's just it's terrible. But two legends. How old was he? Yeah, I think he died of like Alzheimer's. I'm not sure what his cause of death is. I think it was Alzheimer's. I know he was having issues and stuff. Mick Foley was saying he was having some issues. Yeah, he he had a lot of issues going on at the the very end part of it. Um, I know that uh, um, I know there was Alzheimer's, but I don't think that's what outright did him in. Unfortunately, uh, let me really quickly take a look. Um, dementia. Yeah, they don't actually say it's probably out there, but he was 79. So, I mean, it was, he died so, at 79. Okay. Wrestlers don't last that long no. on the other side of that. They usually then, die when they're 40. Um, Bob Barker, who guest hosts a couple of Raws, he passed away. So those are the three. Hey, he made it as close to 100 without going over. Yep. So apparently, the reason why the Jacksonville Jaguars title belt, I don't buy this reason. But Dude, you don't even have to say it. It's bullshit. Was that it sold out within hours? The no, Jaguars. The Jaguars. No. Only because Shad Khan bought them all. Probably. He might have. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was definitely Tony Khan. He's a fucking mark. That's awesome. Um, that's it for news and rumors. Let's talk about our experiences. Yeah, our live experiences at uh, Multiverse United Two, New Japan Pro oh, Wrestling. Yeah, I got the card up and Impact. Um, while you're doing that, um, you're pulling up the card now. I already have it. So okay, uh, let's talk about the beforehand stuff. This is. Now, keep in mind, this is a bucket list item for both of us. Mm -hmm. Going to the 2300 Arena, a.k.a. the ECW Arena, was like, outside of Madison Square Garden, this was the number one thing that we were like, we need to do this. Mm -hmm. We need to go to a show at, at the ECW Arena. So when this came up, I was like, fucking A, let's do this. You want to come down? Come on down. You spent the weekend here. Tell me about your times up to the show um well i went down to gettysburg that tuesday and met a fucking mark um who's not on the show who's not on the show um it's fucking he's an idiot too so like <laughs> put him went, over we went to the blue and the gray for dinner um Terrible food. It, like, I went there four years ago, and it was really good. It was terrible this time. And he was all like, you can't park on the street at past 8 a.m. You're not allowed to. So you got to park in a parking garage. So I paid for parking. So met him there, left, and then Heavy G came down, met him from the sports podcast, first time in person. Uh, did Got lunch, did some mini golfing. Then we met Chip at a place called the Upper Crust, which had really good pizza. And Chip told me uh, to pay for parking again. It um, wasn't expensive. It's not that big of a deal. But then I'm all like, yeah, I'm, I'm paid till like 10 o'clock. And they're looking at me like, why? There's free parking on the street past 8. And I'm like, you told me last night there was no parking. Allowed. I didn't say that. I'm like, yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Thursday we went to D.C. Hot as fuck. Hot as hell. 
hot as hell. Um, 90 degrees with like 80% humidity, like real field temperature was like 102. Um, had the worst experience at a ballpark I've ever had in my life. Um, I've never heard you say this, but you left before the game was over, right? Well, there was a couple reasons. One, the Red Sox were getting crushed, and it oh, felt yeah. like 100 degrees outside. We were sitting in the sun. It was nine to one in the six. I'm like, we're out of here. I can't, I can't take this. Uh, two, rudest staff, weirdest policies I've ever seen in a stadium. I just got sick of it. I was like, you know what? I need to go. Um, this isn't a sports podcast. I won't get into it, but I've been to tr- single A ballparks that were better than that. Wow. Um, Never go to Nationals Park. It's a freaking... Everything's a scam. Everything is a scam. Um, then left, met you at your your house. What did we do? We went to... What did we do? New York City. Met Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Our mutual friend Tom uh, decided to take the bus in to New York City. Yeah. Hey, why not? Why, why not? the fuck not? No, why not? Um so uh, went to the 9 11 memorial, got New York pizza. That was really good pizza. Yeah, it was. I, what was it? Uncle Uncle Polly. Uncle Polly's. Uncle, Uncle Polly. Near Grand Central Terminal. That was really good. Um, and then we did Ocean City and Atlantic City. I tell you what, I basically complained about New Jersey. Um, they really cleaned it up. Oh, I yeah, went. Absolutely. I went there. God. 13, 12, 13 years ago, literally trash on the beach, glass on the beach, boardwalk falling apart. No one was on the boardwalk. Freaking, it was just terrible. And they revitalized that place so well. It didn't smell <laughs> like it. <did. laughs> I'm not joking. That's the first thing. It didn't smell. I'm not joking. That place smelled like sewage. It, it, it was very, very, very clean. And yeah. at least the parts that we walked, we didn't walk too far, but mm-hmm. um, I'm going back down in October to see you mm-hmm. uh, about five weeks. Uh, then we went to Philadelphia. Uh, what, what was that? Wood, Woodrow's? Woodrow's, yes. Really good uh, cheesesteak. Yeah, Woodrow Sandwich Shop in uh, the south end of Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, that was, and that was kind of a roll of the dice thing because I didn't, people say it's good, but people say a lot of places are good in New York, in Philly when it comes to cheesesteaks. This was one of the better ones. Out yeah, there. this was really good. Like I actually got cheese and steak on a cheesesteak. Holy shit. Right. That's a plus right there. So, yeah. um, that was good. And then we went to, uh. We did a little filming thing there in front of your favorite store ever. Ikea. Come on, man. God damn it. I hate um, if you guys actually watched, which a surprising amount of people watched that, that we got a bunch of views on that. Uh, it was only eight minutes long, but we wanted to do something quick before the show. Um, there was some sound quality issues because it was windy. The first part of it, um, but it was also hot as fuck. Even then. Um, I'll tell you what though. You, you, you thought that was hot. Oh, it doesn't hold a candle. Thursday in DC. Oh, I'm sure. You would have been sure. you would have been dead. 
I, I am not joking. I would have feared for your life. We I walked eight miles in that heat that day. Eight miles yeah. walking. and I would not have done it. I will tell you that right now. I would have Ubered places first. Or the subway. I, Took the su- or subway. the subway. Yeah. Not walk everywhere. That would right. not have happened. Um, yeah. The, 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 the live stream actually went surprisingly well, despite, you know, what it like the sound quality was a little bit off, but for the most part, if you go back and watch, it was really fun. Little, you know, fun video bit. Um, what are your thoughts? Now we got in there probably at the best possible time. There was, when we, when we pulled up, there was a line wrapped around the building. Mm -hmm. We, we pulled into the Ikea parking lot, which was really only like a five minute walk away. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. And then we, did our thing, went back, so we were probably there 20 minutes, walked in, no line. Just walked, we were able to walk right in. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the way that people were talking, they're like, oh, that that place is a shithole. I know they, revent, they remodeled it a little bit, but you can definitely tell that was the ECW arena. There was a mural of ECW mm-hmm. in the bathroom. <laughs> Yeah, the men's bathroom with like the iconic mural where people were actually like Tommy Dreamer signed it and Tom Gordon signed it and I think Matt Hardy signed it because he's yeah. ECW. Um, yeah, there was a ton of former people who re- wrestled for ECW or wrestled in that building signed signed that wall in the bathroom, which was like super cool. Um, I'm helping up. Marks take photos of it in yep. the bathroom in the bathroom. <laughs> Fucking, fucking, at the end of the day, I will always be a worker to help with a fucking photo op, I guess. I don't know. Always take the photo. Always take Uh, the photo, though, yes. So. That's probably one of my, I don't even say it's a regret of mine. It's a personal choice. I just don't like taking photos, said the person with a bunch of photos on his wall. But these are, like, some of the only photos I have over a 10-year career of professional wrestling and going to shows for longer than that this is all i've got so yeah um buckless checked uh and the quality of the show was really good it was a very very good show it was an impact show bro impact show except for the main event which you didn't watch because neil rush won I that's <laughs> that's the worst reason, the shoot reason is you knew the match was going to suck. Right. Uh, I never seen Tanahashi live. Man, he was, that was the worst match of the night. Yeah. Him and, him oh and Shelly. It, it was, it was less than average. It was so boring and it was, but I'm like, Hey, at least I saw Tanahashi live. But other than that, it was, everything else was great. Um, I believed in Joe Hendry because I, I believe in Joe Hendry. Mm-hmm. Of course you did. Um, Saban winning the scramble. Eddie Edwards and Moose. iPhone. Thank you. You came all over the four-way women's match. Absolutely. Uh, Sam McCallahan and Doku with a Philly Street fight. <laughs> okay. Uh, Catch-22 and TMDK. I think I went to go get a drink during that match, but um, 
No, I went to the bathroom. I went to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, Bullet Club versus The World. Trey Miguel, Leo Rush is pretty good. And then, obviously, the main event, which I talked about, which wasn't okay. great at all. But, no, it was a really good show. Really good experience. Um, I'm very happy that we did a show there. Now we just got one more arena. Madison Square Garden. Yep. Um, I'll tell you, um, I I was in and out for a bunch of times throughout the show. Um, partially because I was kind of uncomfortable. Uh, Those not- shit. It wasn't as hot as I thought it would be. It did get hotter, obviously, more people in there, but it wasn't as hot. Yeah. Um, but those chairs were not great because they were just folding chairs. Yeah. And having a guy with a bad neck. And then here, there was a guy with a big ass fucking hair. And then here was a really tall guy. So I'm trying to like turn and look like this. So. After about an hour and a half, I'm like, I, I can't, I can't. I was getting uncomfortable. The funny part about all that is, and, and to pull back the curtain a little bit, I bought six tickets, but only five people went. Yes. Um, because Michelle had to stay home, unfortunately, to care for her dog. Um, the wrestling show mascot, Wiggles. How is um, how is the Wiggy? Wiggles is doing better. Yeah. Um, and I'll I'll completely pull back the curtain. Might as well. Um, so Wiggles was hospitalized a couple weeks ago, um, because apparently she had diabetes and nobody knew it for a while. And then she got diagnosed with pancreatitis and she was, she was a mess, uh, to the point where had we not taken her to the pet hospital, she probably would have died. Um, so she's still recovering when fat man came down, she was still kind of out of it. She was only a week removed from the the hospital. So Michelle graciously stayed back and took care of her pretty much all weekend. She didn't come with us to any of the stuff that Batman just said. You know, uh, she didn't come to New York. She didn't no, come to Ocean Philly. City. No, she yeah. didn't come to Ocean City. Oh, by the way, uh, I thought Atlantic City's boardwalk was better than Ocean City's boardwalk, and I never thought I'd say that. Um, It depends on what you're looking for. Really, if you're looking for a family-friendly place, Ocean City, 100%. If you're looking for action and cool stuff and things to look at, Atlantic City, especially in the North End. Um, But I've been down here a year now, so I've been bouncing around through all the boardwalks up and down the coast. And I'll tell you, there's so many different... You think you've seen a boardwalk, but there's so many different ones. Asbury Park looks different than the one on Long Beach Island, which looks different than Wildwood, which looks different than Cape May. They're all completely different, and you never think you'd say that. Because what the fuck is there to do on each one of these boardwalks? Completely different. Um, but yeah, the, the, the entire show was very interesting from my perspective. I did get to talk to uh, Coach uh, Scott DeMore. Um I was able to... to really get to see a lot of the stuff that they were selling and stuff. A lot of new Japan related merch impact had their own merch tables. Um, I, I don't want to go into too much detail about the back end stuff because a it's boring. Uh, but this was a new Japan produced show impact just brought talent to it. Basically. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, I was going to, so I'm standing in line, like 
Tom's going to go buy his drinks. So I'm like, oh, hey, you know, this is what I want. I'm going to go stand in line and meet Josh Alexander because I'm a fucking Mark. So I'm standing in line, standing in line, I get up there, and everyone's having these, like, little things. And I look around, I'm like, where'd you buy them? And they go, over there. And then I look back, and the line's wrapped around the corner. I'm like, so wait, you got to stand in line to buy a ticket to stand in line to meet the wrestler when you buy the tickets here and the wrestler's here. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm not gonna stand in line twice. Like it just made no sense to me. But meanwhile, I walk up to him. Hey, hey, thank you. Hey, well, I want. You yeah, you can. Yeah, you can talk. <laughs> but I just want to take you all. Oh yeah, your photo. team take the photo. Yeah, take the photo. Sense. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, that makes sense. okay. But, yeah, that was kind of weird. But uh, they do. Um, Impact does that when they have a bunch of people, so it doesn't. It's a little bit less awkward. I think what they're doing is for <laughs> see who wants to meet who because there were tickets to see Shelly, PCO, Alexander, and Kenny King. Mac? Oh, Kenny, Kenny uh, yeah. And, I can't remember if Kenny King or Macklin. Um, yeah, Macklin wasn't there. Um, so, so I think they just wanted to see who was selling the most tickets, which makes sense, but at the same time, you could have done it right there. I think if they, because of how tight it was there, that if you had four different places to sell four different things, and the other side of it is that was also where the merch table was. Yeah, yeah, and that's also where the bar was. So people were standing yes. for the bar. People got confused in which line they were in. I don't think that would have happened had they had two. They didn't have two separate merch areas set up because if you went inside and looked at the new Japan one, it was humongous. There's like five, six tables and everything. So I think had it only been one promotion in there, they would have never set any of that stuff up and therefore it wouldn't have been that much of a mess oh, to probably. be fair. Oh yeah, probably. But, but you know, whatever. At the end of the day, it was a good show. Um, really well produced. I will absolutely go to another uh, ECW arena show without question. Um, it was a lot cooler in there than I thought it was going to be. I've heard so many horror stories of the place getting hotter than fucking hell. Well, um, again, I think it's because when they renovated, they're like AC. Hmm. Yeah. Cause like we were like, okay, here we go. It's going to get super hot. Open the door. We're like, what's this cold stuff? What the hell's going on? Right? Is, is AC in here? <laughs> and we're like, oh, it's probably just in here. Then we go into our seats. Like, it's AC in here. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, it was it was such a weird show uh, in that respect. But yeah, it. I don't know. It it was a fun experience. It was a, a quality, great time uh, to be had. And mm -hmm. whatever. Um, so now I just have to convince Batman to go to a GCW show, which ironically is happening. The weekend is coming down. You know what else is happening the week I'm coming down? Fastlane. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. we'll be doing a show together in that studio. I'll be very interested to see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But um, I guess it, we've gone 145 on this. This yep. is a fucking... Mm -hmm. I knew this was going to be a long show, but goddamn, pal. Um, fuck Ryan because he left early, but Ryan Buck Gotch on TikTok... Uh, check out the wrestling show at our slash the wrestling show on Reddit. Follow him on uh, Reddit at Ryan Buckotch as well. Chip didn't even bother showing up, but he's apparently he's sick. Lies. 
I was sick for eight months that I was on the show every week. What the fuck are you talking about? Right. Um, at TWS underscore Mark with four A's on Twitter. I'm at What's it? Should be eight. Should be eight. Um, I am at TWS Sleazy. TWS Fat Man. We are Sleazy Fat Man on, on whatever. Uh, Instagram, threads, and TikTok. Please go on over there and give us a like. Videos you can find. Twitch.tv slash SleazyFatMan. YouTube.com slash SleazyFatMan. Premium videos at OnlyFans.com slash The Wrestling Show. You can find all sorts of content at The Wrestling Show.com. Including articles, merch, and other other cool stuff. I know I said we were going to drop a new shirt. I didn't. You will drop it here this week. I guarantee you. You can get a pod, this podcast every Saturday morning, wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean. Last week, we didn't have a live show to go out, so we did Halloween Havoc, I believe it was. Halloween, Halloween Havoc. Havoc 92, which Havoc. I didn't see go out. So It did go out. I, I, I wanted to make sure, but it supposedly did go out. Okay. It did go out on uh, uh, YouTube at the very bare minimum. Okay. We saw it on there. Um. But yeah, uh, check that out. Obviously, check our show out normally here. Um, and normally we tape live on all the, the video spots like Twitch and YouTube every Sunday night at 8 p.m., except for obviously tonight. We decided to do it on Monday today because we had a bunch of stuff to go. <laughs> um, no, yeah, maybe a little bit, but also we had so much to cover anyway, so it, it made a better idea to just do it this way. We were still trying to get through all in at like four o'clock. Um, don't hesitate to rate us on your favorite platform. Uh, and click automatic downloads really helps us out. So, with thanks to Ryan and a half fuck you and a full fuck you to Chip and as always for Sleazy for the fat man. This is the wrestling show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace. <clears throat> fuck Dave Meltzer. Fuck Dave Meltzer. Fuck T Kenny Omega. Fuck Tony Khan and his allegedly. Logical habit, not a logical habit. Hot dog's not a sandwich. The sub is not a sandwich. A burger is a sandwich. Next week, God, what the hell are we coming? Emer Emergence? No, payback. Payback. And all out. What the hell's going on? There's two shows we got to cover. Uh, let's do payback because it's not the live one. Sure. I'm an army of one I'm a clip in your gun